welcome everybody to the Just Riding About podcast. Uh, my name is Enzo. I've remembered this time to introduce myself. Always uh, forget for some reason. Um, and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend Bob on the Isle of Wight. Bob, how are we doing today? Hello. You have remembered. It's the very fifth episode that we've done. And uh, there you go. You are Enzo. It's official. You've said it. The, the, mystery, the, the mystery is over. There, there's no more guessing who I am it's pretty clear who was that masked man people would stop me in the street and say this is all well and good but who is it that you're actually doing that with I'm saying well you have to listen very intently and you'll give the game away one of these days so we don't have to do that anymore which is which is a good thing I think perfect perfect mate so how have we been all good I mean the weather's been again I mean I think we've said this on every bleeding episode the weather's been atrocious and again it has been absolutely awful I don't know if you've had anything better on the Isle of Wight or has it been just as bad? No, just as bad. I think we've had, uh, you know, a, a, a couple of days where it's kind of like it's it stopped throwing it down just long enough for it to blow an absolute gale, um, and then it and then it stopped blowing a gale just long enough for it to start chucking it back down again. And um, I mean, I was gonna, I was, I was, uh, I've, I've literally just had a, a handful of rides over the past couple of weeks. Um, wanted to ride today um that didn't really happen because it was just going to chuck it down with rain all day which it did and uh driving home from work as i was today i have never seen the isle of wight wetter i mean i've been over here for nine years and uh the some of the roads were you are surrounded we are surrounded by water yeah but we've got an awful lot of it physically on the island now as well (laughs) So, I mean, I don't mind if it surrounds us. That's fine. It's when it, it's rained so much, I'm surprised that there's any rain left, but uh, it keeps coming. So, uh, yeah. And I don't know, maybe I'll ride tomorrow, but I, I think that it's just going to be uh, absolutely up to your knees. So perhaps I, I might just chicken that one out. I'm not sure. Well, Bob, I have been out um, and I didn't have a lot of choice in the matter, regardless of the weather, because I've signed up for my first ever sportive. Um, and I've signed up in a couple of weeks' time to do an 80-odd, 85, 90-mile ride Superb. Um, from from the uh, the quaint village of Ware in Hertfordshire. So, um, yeah, so Ware in Hertfordshire, uh, all the way to Cambridge, the um, the university city of, or town of Cambridge, and then back again to Ware. Um, and so because of the bleeding weather the last few weeks mate i haven't been able to sort of put in some decent miles in the legs i've I've been going out as i've said on the mountain bike doing sort of 20 25 miles um and and getting muddy but this weekend we thought because there's three of us doing it we thought look we've got to start getting a bit more serious now because it is only in a couple of weekends time so we went out on sunday and fortunately mate it's as if you know the old gods were smiling on us the weather was was okay this sunday here so we went out set off um, and did about 60-odd miles. Um, a couple of blokes did a little bit longer because they rode back home, um, so they got up to about 70. Nice. And it, it, it was hard, though, mate. I won't lie to you. The backside was a bit sore. The legs were a bit sore. Um, I was glad to get home. So, you know, I, I think if I had to do another five or ten miles, I probably would have just sacked it off anyway <laughs> and sort of got the missus to pick me up. So so I banged out 60-odd miles, which was quite good. Um but it, unfortunately, or I say unfortunately, but maybe fortunately, it did bring up some some problems with the bike in, in that the rear cassette has more or less worn itself out. 
Um, so that made riding a little bit more uncomfortable, but fortunately I've had it into the, uh, to the old repair. Um, yeah. so I've got a new rear cassette. Um, so I'm going to have to give that a little, a little run out this weekend just to make sure it's all, uh, it's all ticket. So, the, so, so, um, so the, the, the plan is to run the, to run the winter bike from, from where to, to Cambridge. Yeah. I, I think just because what I don't want to do, obviously I, the, the summer bike, mate, I still, it still hasn't done a, a, a turn in anger. This is um, good. So this is what, good. You what? need to keep it off the road <laughs> in weather like this. Is that I, I mean, heaven forbid the rubber goes down on the you, tarmac in any kind of you, shape or form. You don't want to interrupt um, the bonding time. It's 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 at this it, point the bike <laughs> needs to know that it's loved, and you pass mate, that onto the bike by just keeping it, it warm and dry. If I if I bond any more with it, it'll be in the bedroom, in the bed, in between me and the missus. I, I can't let it get to. I'm that. not going to pry um, that much. I don't know. <laughs> So, no, mate, I can't ride the new bike, obviously, because it will be sort of trying to do 85 miles on a bike I've never ridden before that hasn't really been tinkered with. And, you know, I haven't mucked about with the seat and the, the, the saddle height and, and the kind of um, all the bits and bobs. So it will be too risky for me to attempt something too, too mm. long. Uh, you know, it, can't, it kind of needs that running in period, a bit like when you buy a car. You just want to run it in for a bit, uh, make sure everything's running. So it will be with the with the Basso, the winter bike. Um, but that's good because uh, it's now got, as I said, lovely new rear cassette. So hopefully that will that'll be nice and smooth. I've also bought a new front tyre because the one that I've got, I've just noticed um, that there's a few kind of uh, slits in it where I've kind of run over stuff. I mean, not to the point where it's worn through. But you can just see that, you know, it's starting to break up in a couple of areas. I don't think it's dangerous. I don't think it's going to burst or anything. But, you know, like if you ride over flint and, and just bits of debris that, that that is in the road, it kind of just cuts the tyre up a bit without it going all the way through. It doesn't cause a puncture, but you can see that there's a little splits in the rubber, um, which is, you know, a little bit longer and it might go all the way through to the sort of, you know, through the carcass. So I need to keep an eye on it. But I thought I'd buy a new tyre anyway. So uh, I bought a Continental Grand Prix, I think it is. Um, so I'm yeah. going to slap that on the front, and away I go, mate. So yeah, so legs a little bit, little bit mashed still, but um, we're all set for uh, for this sportive. But I understand a little birdie told me that you've uh, signed up for a couple of interesting events, mate. If that's not, uh, if my uh, sources aren't incorrect, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love the. Uh... I'd love the opportunity to mash my legs a little bit. However, it's just the weather's been absolutely shocking. But uh, the um, uh, the that's it. I've I've got a uh, something coming up um, over here on the island. Something called the Seven Hills, uh, which is a mountain bike, uh, I don't know, kind of race ride event. I'm not entirely certain. I mean, there will be people racing there. Um, I will not be one of them. Um, I'm, I'm sure I will just be riding it so I can get to the finish. Um, I've, I've dragged my, uh, uh, my, my uh, 29er mountain bike out of, the, out, out of the shed, gave it a little bit of a, um, well, brought it into the dining room in all places, uh, gave it a little bit of a, a, a sort out ready to go. Um, and um, yeah, kind of had it there ready to, to ride at some point this week and had a couple of rides where it was just too awful um, to bring it out. Um, so I rode the, the old sort of kind of survival bike, my winter bike, but that I've decided that was the last ride that I did on that on Tuesday before that goes back in the shed because the chain kept jumping off the big ring and startling me when I was, cl when I was climbing. 
So that I thought, yeah, that that's not nice. When all of a sudden you kind of put all your weight into it, and all of a sudden it jumps off the chain, and uh, and and yeah, you end up sort of like half falling, half not falling. So, and um, yeah, so I'm 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 just kind of hoping really that uh, that this little kind of uh, mountain bike event goes a little bit better than my last one, um, which was the the first one that I did on the on on the giant after I got it because um, it was. The bike kind of came with kind of uh, tubeless tires all ready to go. So uh, got the got the kind of tubeless sort of set up, new set of tires on um, and, uh, you know, kind of headed out. And everybody had sort of said to me, go tubeless. It's brilliant. It's great. Get little punctures. It won't matter. The gloop will come out and seal it up. The only thing that you don't want to do is get like a, a slice type puncture. Because if, if the tire cuts, then you're stuffed. But it, apart from that, it's brilliant. So, okay, great. Well, you know, there we go. So headed off to the to the first one, which was kind of uh, um, kind of running into sort of October. But it was a lovely, beautiful kind of um, kind of late autumn, sunny day. So headed off, um, uh, you know, kind of kind of T-shirt and shorts because it was nice and warm. Sunglasses on even because the sun was out so lovely. Um, rode around and I was headed out for about like a, to finish in about kind of uh, two and a half hours. Um, and um, got a, a so the, as I was kind of riding along, the weather kind of came in. It started to get worse and worse. Um, it got wetter and wetter. The clouds came across. It started to everything started to go to pitch darkness. Um, I then got a puncture, no normal puncture, a slice puncture. So all of the yogurt just glooped itself out all over the floor. Uh, I was then kind of crouched over the bike trying to fix this uh, with a with, with a tube with this yogurty gloop all over my hands. With sunglasses on, you may think, why don't you just take the sunglasses off? They're prescription sunglasses. If I was to take them off, I wouldn't be able to see what I was doing. Um, so not oh, only were they covered in rain, they were dark. It was dark. I couldn't see what I was doing. I got back on the bike uh, with it half inflated, thought, well, I'll just get, ho I'll just get back somehow. Uh, rode off in completely the wrong direction because I had no sense of direction and got lost for about another 30 minutes um, before eventually arriving back at the finish about an hour behind pretty much everybody else. Um, but, you know, I, uh, but I, I got a little medal uh, and then I went home. Interestingly, mate, because, um, you, you know, you, you mentioned tubeless there. Has that put you off tubeless? Or no. <laughs> would you still think that tubeless is still the way no, to go? No, strangely, that's in the majority so, I mean, of cases, I'm, I'm on the on the on the road bikes, I'm still uh, on on tubes, and uh, I I never there you go. Let's touch some touching some real wood, as I say this, but I just can't remember the last time I had a puncture on the road. Um, but I, you know, you can kind of regularly get them over here um, on kind of mountain biking. Um, so um, yeah, kind of making the jump to, and you know, you can see on the on the tire all the little sort of like little blobs where it has leaked so i you know it saved me from a number of little just kind of you know kind of penetration punctures you know and you think and you think they're better than just buying the gloop putting it in a in a tube and then using um, that obviously as a clincher normal yeah, tire for sure um, it's, it's, you think it's, it's better the, than the, that. the weight difference which doesn't really you know you're going to get like a couple of tubes and you sort of think well what sort of weight you know how is this really going to make that much of a difference but the weight difference the sort of turning difference in weight is phenomenal so yeah um mm. 
yeah i'd say yeah if you can do it go go tubeless every time uh, certainly on a mountain bike anyway you're listening to the just riding about podcast it's about bicycles bicycling and the people who bicycle those bicycles uh we've we've reached episode five um kind of just the two of us um and it's 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 about time that we brought in a bit of a special guest um and we've got a special guest uh uh in today's show for anybody that's listened up to now and has heard us talk about uh a man called ben um they'll uh they'll be wondering who this man is but we have him here today it's Ben, everyone. Uh, hello. So Ben, so, ben, um, so kind of tell us, uh, who are you? Where are you? What are you? Uh, well, I'm in Southampton. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we've, yeah, we've, we've known each other for um, a long time now. Um, mm. Since we were kind of, what, sort of 20? 20, guess, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, around that sort of, I mean, I'm I'm a little older. I'm about what two years older than you, eighteen months older than you. You are an old man, yes. I am an old man. Don't worry, it will it won't be long, and then you'll be as old as me. Uh, but then I'll be But um, I mean, yeah, we we used to know, we used to be in a band together. Yes. Which was um, and uh, you know, kind of uh, a lot of the time, people say that being in a band together is is just like being kind of like in a marriage. And I know that that was certainly the case with you because uh, you spent a long time on your hair and I did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that sounds about right. But I was kind of certainly kind of remembering you uh, as you were when, when we were kind of 20-year-old, 20-something-year-old kids and uh, how you are now. Looking back, I guess it would have, if my 46-year-old self would have uh, said to my uh, 21, 22-year-old self, oh, you know that Ben, he's going to be, you know, kind of like, you know, riding uh, 120 miles on his push bike in, in one bite, uh, you know, in, in, in 25 years' time. What do you think of that? And my 20-year-old self would have would have laughed at, uh, at my 46 year old self but yes. it's my, it's it's happened then what was it the... has yeah my, my 20 year old self would have had the same reaction uh, <laughs> so uh, what, what, what led you to, to riding uh, such a distance well i mean i have to say cycling has given me that this is this the first thing really that i've done in my life where i thought if i stick at it i can get better if i really really try up until then i was just cruising through life um <laughs> mostly failing <laughs> but actually I, was, I first I mean I've been cycling since I was four years old um I had my first bike which was a, a rally budgie if you imagine oh. like a, if you imagine a rally chopper but four-year-old sized See, that's what I started on um but actually I first got into cycling uh, events and just more than just transport with yourself Bob if you met, you were talking earlier about the Seven Hills Killer. I do remember that. Yes, I do remember in that. In two thousand and four, and I know because ha- I still have the certificate on the wall here in front of me. Man, we we did the Three Hills Killer. We did, and it nearly killed us. <laughs> it did nearly kill us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I've come a long way since then because I, I turned up. If you remember for that event on <laughs> again a rally a rally mountain bike which I bought for Halford at Halfords for a hundred pounds. I forgot my helmet. I had a pair of, I had a t-shirt on and a pair of slacks. Yeah. <laughs> did, yeah. I know. I, I think when we were going on from the boat and sort of saying, 
what so that's what you're wearing <laughs> you're just, yeah yeah okay okay but um the uh, uh but i do remember that i also remember us riding off so i think our, our wives may have actually got this on film of us riding off like kind of into the distance and then us turning around and riding off in the opposite direction <laughs> when we realized where we were going yeah yeah that's yeah that sounds about right my sense of direction is still the same <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we got lost a couple of times, I seem to recall. Oh, man, we got lost. I mean, I think, you know, although we did the Three Hills Killer, I'm sure I, I, I counted maybe five hills, so we must have gone wrong somewhere. Uh, yes, definitely, yeah. But I, it, it it did the job. I, you know, I caught the bug. That's, you know, that started me on, on the path to taking cycling more seriously. You, you, you're kind of um, doing a bit more sort of um, like uh, tarmac cycling than, than dirt cycling these days. Yeah, I started mountain biking for a few years um the, the trouble with mountain biking for me is that it, i had to drive to places to mountain bike um, uh -huh. oh, ride, yeah. ride for a couple of hours drive an hour home again spend a couple of hours cleaning the bike and before you knew it to go out for like an hour two hours was taking me a whole day and i just wasn't getting the fitness that i wanted so i thought well let's let's start doing a little bit of road cycling and I didn't think I would like it. And actually, it turned out I really enjoy it. And I've not really been on my mountain bike since, to be honest. Yeah, that's it. Well, until this summer, of course, where we uh, where we go off on our little jaunts. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> so so what have you so. Um, uh, so you were uh, looking at the uh, looking forward to our little um, South Downsway jaunt off into the uh, kind of into the distance you've got um kind of po possible sort of like two bikes to choose from um yeah so i've got two mountain bikes i've got an old specialized hard rock um and a lapierre zesty 514 which is a proper full-on suspension carbon fiber jobby okay um but I i'm umming and ahhing about which bike is the best for the for the south downs way because the full full suspension mountain bike it's quite heavy yeah. um, it's you know it's not the, it's not the nippiest yeah but then i so i thought maybe my hardtail specialized might be a bit better but actually it's very cheap and feels really stiff even compared to my road bike you know my road bike has no suspension but it just feels so much more comfortable so i kind of thinking maybe the the lapierre may be the way to go or i can sell my lapierre and get um a gravel bike which is always an option oh uh, yeah well I'm, <laughs> I'm, a gra I'm a gravel bike fan myself and I, I yeah i think if you're if you're because i know you're 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 thinking about new bikes i know we had this chat uh, a, uh well kind of quite a while ago now but um mm. yeah i i think um going for going for a, a, a gravel bike and having that option of you know just changing tires or even having a spare set of wheels and just kind of swapping over mm. um yeah it's great i mean i'm um i'm i know that kind of the sort of like the, the the kind of some of the road bikes are kind of a bit more sort of like kind of more sort of sporty geometry and all the rest of it but being uh, a bit old and a bit achy and a bit creaky um having the having the sort of slightly more upright geometry that it gives me is, is a lot more comfortable so yeah i mean just go gravel every time can i bob because like you say because you you're, you're a fan of gravel bikes but 
do they are they is it just not a compromise between a mountain bike and a road bike so you're not getting the best of either um, i don't know i might that might uh, I, I i know exactly what you mean and sometimes yes sometimes no i i think with bikes you can get the perfect bike for every condition so my mountain bike my full suspension mountain bike is fantastic if i'm throwing it around a single track course yeah uh, you know with jumps and berms and and what have you uh, my road bike's perfect for the road um the thing about a, a route like the south downs way is it covers everything so there's sections on the roads most of it's on gravel paths there's a few pretty hardcore um routes where it gets really lumpy and bumpy where the, the water's washed away all the mud and it's just yeah yeah rock and rock mm -hmm. so a gravel bike you know it, it it's a compromise it, it covers everything you can't there's there's no one bike which is good for something like the south downs way you need to swap bikes every couple of miles yeah. otherwise what's what's great about gravel bike is it kind of suits me is because i can ride on the road and then we'll kind of come like across like a little bit of if i want to get from from you know the one place across then i can hop on like a little sort of sus trans route you know like old kind of like a bit of like a shaly gravelly sort of uh path and then hop off that and then up a little bridle way and then you know back down onto the road again and stuff and it's just it's great because it's flexible and you can just ride it wherever you want to go so ben one thing i do want to ask you mate is um so uh you know joining a cycle club it's kind of across my mind every now and again but I've, we've kind of got our own little club. I mean, like I said, I've mentioned before, there's about five or six of us that go out on a on a Sunday um, when we when we go out on the road. So we've got kind of our own kind of made up club. But obviously, it's not official. We don't have our own kits and our own gear, and and we do kind of make things up on the fly. But but I understand that you are part of a, a full on cycling club. So what what do you think that brings to you? see sort of amateur cyclist that takes it serious um and, and wants to kind of improve himself what what benefits are there in in being in a yeah that's right I'm, I'm a member of a club called um, dhc um which currently stands for the district of hamwick cycle sport um it's a pretty uh, large local club i think there's about 50 people 60 people um who are members on an average weekend there can be between sort of 10 to 20 people out for a ride. It, it will open your eyes joining a club like that. Uh, the, the DHC guys are proper hardcore. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. We're, you, we're, we're not proper hardcore. That's, that's the, this that's is the thing. thing. That, that's the kind of thing, mate. I'll be honest with you. That's the kind of thing that sometimes it would put me, I don't know if it puts anyone else off, but it would put me off. I'd kind of turn up there with me kind of fake Chinese top. <laughs> uh and uh, a little water bottle on me on me kind of on me bike and and there's all these you know semi pros with their you know die to electronic shifting and all that kind of stuff and i'd kind of feel inadequate and a little bit and i just <laughs> want to hide at the back and then maybe just peel off and go back home without anyone noticing is there is there a kind well, of yeah i mean i i i had reservations about joining a club um and i I ummed and ahed and I looked around. My, my sort of concerns were, A, that I don't like bureaucracy. You know, I, I ride bikes to be free. I don't want tell, someone telling me these are the rules you've got to stick to on this ride. Mm. Um, and also, yeah, there's that. I mean, most clubs have several sort of standards, so they'll have sort of slower rides and faster rides. Um, I mainly go out with the DHC 
um, club on their social rides. Um, the idea is that they're supposed to wait for the slow people to catch up every now and then, and, and they kind of do, but um, they sort of pun punish me in between. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's this thing that, you know, you, you, you were saying at the beginning when you introduced me that you think I'm a fast rider. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm one of the slowest people in the club. The people that I ride with there, they, they cycle three or four times a week, every week. Um, and they're not hanging about They're They're, you know, they're really putting the effort in yeah. and, boy does it show yeah <laughs> but so that doesn't put you off that if anything makes yeah I, I, I certainly improved massively as a rider you know riding on a, you know just a sunday morning social so the difference is that the the guys who are really fast there's the social is for them it's a gentle pootle out for me it's uh desperately trying to hang on the, <laughs> the whole way but is it is it like kind of like a um so, so there's a good span of kind of abilities kind of across the board then yeah there's there's a you know there's a few people who are um more my sort of speed it's it's nice if i turn up for a ride on a sunday morning and we're all sort of congregating down at the local cafe um where we do if i see somebody turn up and i go oh thank god so and so's here it <laughs> means the pace, you know, the pace won't be too bad it's a, it's a sunday social that's the you know the idea of the ride is it is for everybody and they they're they're really nice, friendly um, guys at DHC. They, they they don't you know they don't mind me tagging along. <laughs> so anyone listening and kind of uh, you know I'm in an R in about oh, should I join a club? I've only really just started getting into cycling. I don't want to be the the slow coach at the back that everyone's kind of huffing and puffing. That you know what is he doing here? He's always going to you know there isn't that kind of stuff. So you'd certainly recommend to anyone who who's, who's kind of wants to just push their cycling to the yeah. next sort of level um definitely recommend you know maybe try yeah I, you know the, yeah clubs are open like. to people just turning up and having a couple of rises to see you know if they fit in um if they like it i mean i must admit i wouldn't join any other club dhc's it, it, it's a different kind of club it is you know it, it's really relaxed uh, really friendly um there's no bureaucracy there's no one there's no one in charge i mean there probably are people in charge um I guess there's a fee. I mean, you you, you you kind of you know you join up like you would any other sort of club. It's, it's sort of not much. Club, 20, so 20, 25, 20 pounds a year. Um, if you want to race with them, you need a race license, mm. which does cost more. Right. I did a few proper races um, last year. I say yeah, you, you um, went I, to Goodwood, weren't you, last year? Yeah, yeah. good. Uh, I think once around Thruxton, a couple of times around Goodwood, but then I had a pretty major accident <laughs> and, um yeah. and I, I, you know i kind of recovered pretty quickly but it took me a long you know a long time to get back into the groove yeah i was uh, you you told yeah, me about that yeah. a few a few people got kind of quite bashed up in that one is that right yeah yeah there was a couple of broken collarbones and yeah uh, a, a bit of blood here and there nice. <laughs> but i hadn't wow. you know i i fell heavily on my hip and i think i put pictures up on strava um yeah, it's, it wasn't a pretty no. sight. <laughs> well, let's let's not put anyone off, mate. Let's uh, let's not scare the children <laughs> at bedtime kind of thing. So, but yeah, accidents yeah. happen, and mate, it's glad to good good to hear that you know it didn't put you off. You got back on the bike as soon as possible, which I think is the best way with any any kind of sport, really. Um, if you you know inevitably you do get injuries and stuff, but the best 
best kind of medicine, I guess, is to once you're, once you're fit again, is to jump back on or get back into whatever it is you're doing um, and kind of put it to the back of your mind. Otherwise, you know, literally you won't get out of bed, I suppose, if you, if you worry about too many gotta things. Go. So that's, that's good to hear. And it's good to hear, mate, that, that you find that clubs, are, uh, it's definitely a, a good thing, even if you're a little bit apprehensive to, to go on a, a couple of free rides just to see if it's the, yeah. the place for you. Um, and at 20 odd quid a year or whatever. It's a nice social it's aspect. I, I, I rode on my own for, um, for many years and it was nice to sort of find some people to ride with. I'm quite lucky now in that I, you know, I've got friends at work that I ride with at lunch times. I've got people, you know, in the club to ride with at weekends. I've got people like yourselves to ride with on the odd occasion when I'm traveling around. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lovely social sport in that way. So episode five and the fifth edition of the Just Writing About Recommendation Corner. Uh, this is the area in the show where we like to recommend some things which are not necessarily cycle related, but sometimes are in a kind of roundabout way. Um, Enzo, you've got an absolute belter for me, I believe. <laughs> Well, you're gonna to have to bear with me and 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 don't don't turn off because uh, it, it just sounds crazy. But yes, yeah, so in terms of um, kind of household appliances, you, you kind of you know there's stuff that you buy and you think at the time, wow, this would be a good idea. But it's you know something you use it once, it goes in a cupboard, and then after about six months, it goes in the garage, and then six months later, it ends up going to the tip. Uh, always bought bread from the well, shop, from the I guess, shop. As, as the majority of people do. Bread shop. Off, exactly right bakers i think they call them these days but <laughs> but uh, but my good lady wife was given a bread maker just before christmas by a colleague uh, of hers I, I think it was like a kind of sort of pre-christmas gift i'm not quite sure how it how it came about but anyway she was given this this bread maker and it, you know she brought it home and mate i will swear to you <laughs> that i said to her what the hell is that doing here put it in the garage now because that's where it's going to end up and she kind of said no we'll give it a go maybe it's quite you know like quite nice and so anyway so i i still was adamant that this thing would get used twice before it ended up just you know gathering dust and then going uh into the rubbish bin um but she made some bread <laughs> and it was all right and uh started using it for for, for you know for work and the kids for school for sandwiches and i said do you want to make another one and you guys all right then and mate unbelievably we used it to the point where after about two or three months we broke it um because it was used every single night so the the, the good thing is um it's easy to set up so you literally throw nice. in the flour and the, the bits and bobs press a button and then go to bed and sort of four or five hours later you wake up in the morning actually if you wake up in the middle of the night you can smell bread sort of as, as the kind of the okay. cooking process nice. sort of starts to waft through the house and up the stairs there i mean are. there's worse smells uh certainly uh, of, of an evening so we're glad to get that kind of uh, smell to come up so um yeah you wake up you go in the morning you open the bread maker and you've got absolutely tip-top fresh bread minutes old so you you know slice it up, put it in the sandwiches, uh, like I say for the kids or for me, um, and and uh, you know a loaf well, this, will be gone, mate. This is it. This is gone. Always a bit in one day. When, when my it, good lady wife has 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 made bread uh, in the oven, that is essentially the problem. Is that the the loaf will, will simply not last. It will just be gone 
instantly um mainly me yeah. and that's the thing I'm, I'm a simple man i like a nice bit of bread and jam um so that's the thing i would probably <laughs> eat a loaf in pretty much an afternoon that's the only problem with that it it in it, it it's it tastes different to the stuff you'd get in tesco's which you know i, I guess there's nothing wrong with that stuff but um I mean, I mean the other beauty is that you can make different types of bread so if you buy certain types of flour i mean you could make sort of sourdough bread We've made stuff with the seeds and poppy seeds and kind of uh, nuts and stuff in it. Um, you can make sort of those Italian style sort of focaccia breads and, and stuff. So I, I, I'm 100% proven wrong to the point where, like I said, we broke it. And we've, I've, I've gone, I went and ordered a, a new one almost immediately on Amazon, which arrived sort of two days later, um, just because I thought, no, we can't have a, a day without the, without the fresh bread. Um, so... For me, mate, as a as a as a kind of a recommendation, if you get given a bread maker, don't lob it in the cupboard or send it to the garage. Give it a whirl uh, and just get into their routine of an evening of chucking in the ingredients, pressing the button, going to bed, and lo and behold, every morning you will find the the best loaf of bread that that you could possibly imagine. Um, I don't know if kind of cost wise, you say I know bread's pretty cheap um in the shop um but i i guess it, it's you know you've got to factor in the cost of the machine um and that kind of stuff so but you know what mate i'm, I'm not fussed whether it's working out a bit more expensive or not i'm getting a, a, a lovely loaf of bread every day the kids are loving it the missus is loving it so there you go for me mate this week if you've got a bread maker use it if you haven't got one Boom. thinking of bread maybe makers get it, the official just writing about recommendation corner seal of approval thumbs up well, thumbs up um, mate from me definitely. I've, got, I've got something uh, uh as well this is not it's not quite so generic as as bread bakers in general um however i uh i am i, I am a man who owns dogs um two of them in actual fact and uh i um i was funny enough it kind of kind of occurred to me as i was uh watching um some of the um some of the coverage of crafts that was on the tv tonight uh just before we kind of came on to record and um, just as a, just as an aside, I saw a, a, a breed of dog on Crufts called a Bichon Freeze. In actual fact, one of them won some sort of award. I mean, you should see the face on a Bichon Freeze. It's the absolute stuff of nightmares. It's like it's like a white stick of candy frost with a face drawn on it. It's absolutely terrifying. But anyway, neither of my dogs are Bichon Freezes. Um, but uh, I, w one of my poor little dogs, uh, he he seems to sort of like retain the water. He he, he comes in from a from a, a wet dog walk, which we've been doing a lot lately. And uh, I will dry him off, and I'm left with four wet towels and a wet dog. He just doesn't seem to dry. So we've um, now so we, we've we've invested in a little while ago in a bit of a dog jumper for him. Yes, of course, I'm the sort of guy that has a dog jumper. I'm, I, 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 I own a tandem bicycle. And I brush my own dog's teeth. So as I, I think you'll agree that I, I kind of I, I score quite highly on the eccentric scale. But um, the, we, we've got him a, a particular type of jumper um, called uh, from a company called Equifleece. They make uh, fleeces and things and coats and jackets and stuff for dogs, but mainly for horses and everything else as well. Um, they're not just sized small, medium, large. They are, they've got probably like 30 odd different sizes. So no, you kind of measure your dog in different directions and there's always going to be one that fits. 
and it's like a fleecy material. You put it on him. He warms up. He warms up the fleece and walks about and basically dries himself from the uh, inside. Well, and it doesn't bother him, mate. It always. I've always wondered about um, kind of pets and them getting sort of dressed up. It always seems to me that now, it's for the benefit of the owner. No, I just want to point out the, at this point, I'm not itself. dressing my dog up. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to make him look like CP3O or R2D or anything like this or the Atats. I'm not doing that. Uh, what, he's, it's a, just a nice kind of green jumper. But no, in all fairness, man, he loves it. And uh, yeah, he, he's nice and warm and cozy. And uh, no, he, he, he likes it. He enjoys putting it on. He doesn't want to take it off. You can, if you're going to going out in the cold or the snow or whatever else, you can put it on. And it helps kind of keep his body temperature up, but uh, yeah, but it's mainly for sort of putting on him when he comes in, and it's and he's and he's still wet after much toweling. Ben, do you have anything that you'd like to slide just over into the recommendations corner? Well, I I, I second Enzo's um, recommendation. You you cannot beat a bread maker. That you know, I'm sitting here in front of a little tin of Ron Seal <laughs> walnut <laughs> wood. I, I recommend Ron Seals. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I bought some B and Q's own brand walnut wood stain, and I didn't like it. Oh. I took it back and swapped it for Ron Seals. Does it do exactly <laughs> what it says on the tin? It does exactly what it says on the well, tin. There was me fretting about talking about bread makers, <laughs> there and Ben comes in with that bomb. Ron Seal wood stain. Just wood stain. about recommendations. Seal <laughs> of approval. You know what? It's so mental. I don't think we're going to cut that out. We're going to leave that in. It's it's absolutely brilliant. So uh, Ron Seal, as opposed to um, Ben, you kind of you know your you, your own brand exactly, of, of the yes. local DIY yeah, shop. Should... Certainly better stuff. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. So as uh, as some other people sometimes say on that bombshell, I think um, I think we probably come come to the end of the pod. Um, so, uh, Bob, thanks again. Thank as you, ever, mate. Marvelous insight into cycling. Uh, and Ben, wow, uh, great stuff, mate. Thanks for it. It's been a pleasure to have you on. I'm sure we're going to have you on again. That, that kind of just about winds it up. What I will say, and I haven't said this, and all the other podcasts say it, so I'm going to say it if you like us, why not subscribe? So that next time, uh, you know, we put out a new pod, you'll get it. You'll get a quick reminder on your on your phone or on your tablet. It will tell you there's a new just writing about podcast. Go and have a listen. So um, by all means, subscribe to us. Give us a rating. How's that? I mean, other people are. Do you think ratings matter? I don't know. I, I, I think uh, people read ratings uh, into them what they will. Uh, if you're going to give us a rating and it's going to be a good one, <laughs> please do. If you're going to give us a rating and you're not, then just keep it yourself. get stuck into the last bit recommendations corner